You are listening to the How to Talk to Girls podcast with me, Trip Kramer. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the How to Talk to Girls podcast. I'm your host, Trip Kramer from tripadvice.com. Welcome back to another episode. Thank you, gentlemen who have left a review on iTunes. It is actually producing results. When I say results, I mean it is pushing up the podcast in the algorithm. It is pushing it further and further towards the number one spot in the health and fitness category. I should also mention this. The health and fitness category is the big boy category, right? So there's only around maybe 12 categories in all categories for podcasts. This one lies in health and fitness. And just from looking just a little bit ago, it's at 150 out of 200. That's right. That's huge. And I thank you for it. Thank you for leaving a review. Thank you for listening. Thank you for subscribing. And I urge you to subscribe as well, because when you subscribe, that means you get notified and then you'll know when the podcast episodes come out. You'll see notifications on your phone of which episodes you want to listen to. So definitely subscribe if you are on iTunes or if you're on Spotify. And yeah, that's it. Thank you. I appreciate it. It's awesome. It spreads the word. And that's really amazing for everyone who gets a chance to see it. Today's episode, I want to talk about this idea of seeing the value in yourself. We could call this self-esteem. That is definitely synonymous. We could call it confidence. I just want to take a new twist on it on this episode. I want to look at this in a little bit of a different light and explain why this is, this is so important. Of course, this is going to be important for meeting women, but it's also going to, be, going to be important just for you. It's going to be important for living a life that you feel happy about. There's a lot of people out there who don't see the value in themselves. They don't see what they bring to the table. And a lot of this ends up resulting in poor performance with approaching women, talking to women. It also results in poor performance with, I mean, everything in your life, right? If you don't see the value in yourself, and we'll go into more detail of what that means, but if you don't see the value in yourself, you're not going to get the jobs that you want. You're not going to make the friends that you want to make. You have to see the value in yourself. So what does this mean, see the value in yourself? What this means is that you are seeing what you can bring to the table. What is it that you, that's right, you who's listening right now as you are driving, as you are working out, as you are walking, what is it that you bring to the table? Now, the answer here might be nothing, by the way, and that's okay. I want to go over a few ways of how you can get to the point where you do see value in yourself, you have value, and there are things that you can bring to the table. A little note to my young guys out there, it can be harder for younger guys for this to happen, but hey, you're listening to this episode now, so now you can get a head start. I feel myself, I didn't really bring a lot of value until I was in at least my late 20s, okay? And even then, and even then, I was I was just kind of starting trip advice, but I was still you know, somewhat into it, but I still didn't feel even to that point I could bring value. And so what I mean by bringing value or seeing the value in yourself is... Who are you as a person that can make it so whatever you're trying to get or whoever you're trying to persuade, so to speak, is going to see, oh, wow, I want to hang out with this person. I want to spend time around this person. And I'm not talking about necessarily monetary value, right? We don't want to 
just be someone who's very wealthy and people use us for our wealth or anything like that. But that does have some part of it, right? There is some value in there. So what does this mean? Well, this can mean a lot of things. This could mean that you have different skill sets. And this can be literally a skill set in anything. So maybe you have a hobby that you're good at. Maybe you're really good at an instrument. Maybe you're really good at a sport. So you can bring value there because you can talk to people about it. You can play with people. You can maybe help people. Maybe you are building a business or you're doing very well at the company or career that you're trying to build. There's a lot of value there because you know a lot there and you can help people there. And again, you're probably thinking, where does this come into play with dating? We'll, we'll get to it. It's all related. It's all connected. It's all in the ecosystem here. So where else can you bring value? So, okay, so we said wisdom, right? Wisdom, knowledge, skill sets, things to that matter. It could be connections, people that you know. It could be people in your network that you can introduce to other people. That's a huge value add. Being able to help connect someone to someone because when we have connections, we're able to do things we might not normally be able to do because we have the connections to do them. So overall, I guess we're talking about being a helpful person, right? Now, what about the value of just being a fun person to be around? You're fun in conversation. You can add to conversation. Maybe you ask really powerful and good questions. Maybe you're funny. So you're a person who is funny. That makes others laugh. Now we can talk about a little bit of the monetary value. So maybe you do have resources or you have a good financial situation. And so with this, you're able to get access to things that one might not be able to access because they don't have the finances. You can provide a really cushy, comfy life for a potential woman that you're dating someone that you end up potentially marrying. And then this all really does come down to the self-esteem portion of it. Self-esteem is is being able to keep the promises that you make to yourself. That's like when you really break it down. So if you were a person who has all the value that I'm saying here, right? Someone who has knowledge, skill set, potentially finances, good conversation, fun to be around. You worked your way to that point. And how did you work your way to that point? Well, you kept little promises to yourself and you kept on slowly building your self-esteem because you realized, oh, you were a person who could accomplish things. And then what happens is you do accomplish them and then you feel even, even better about yourself. Now, you might have you know seen here that I didn't say... Uh, well, Trip, why can't I just be a good guy, right? Like you might have seen, I didn't really say like being a nice guy. Well, I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with that, but I don't know if there is a lot of value in that. And the reason why, and this comes down to basic economics, being nice to me is a commodity. And this is one of the reasons why I think that it's not one of the most attractive traits. Again, it's not saying you should be an asshole or be mean or be a dick by any means. All I'm saying is, I think that there's it's overlooked. Like there's not a lot of value in being like a nice person because it's a commodity. Like meaning any, anyone could be nice, right? So something that is in abundance doesn't have a lot of value. If there was an abundance of diamonds or gold, it wouldn't be as expensive as it is, right? So things that have a low supply usually have a higher demand or a higher value. And that's just, yeah, that's not something that gives someone a lot of value. Plus, I think it's it's boring. I mean, listen, at the end of the day, everything I just said there 
does turn you into a nice person, like a good person, right? So if you're if you have the skill sets, if you're fun to be around, like it all is kind of built in the foundation of being a good person. But just being a good person and being nice, that doesn't necessarily get you far. That's just the reality that we live in. That's just how it works. So that's why it's not always the most attractive trait with friends or with a partner. So, okay, how do we bring this all back to dating here? Well, if you see the value in yourself and you have something, you offer something, doesn't mean that you're going to be going on a date and teaching a girl how to play guitar or bring her into your network of, of connections or you're going to you know give her money or spend on her. But what happens is you see yourself as a guy that's worth being with. You have self-esteem. You see yourself as a quality guy. And you better believe that all of that completely leaks out and comes out when you are talking to women, when you're talking to anybody. You see yourself as a member of society, as someone who is useful, someone who is effective, someone who is awesome to be around, someone who can offer value. So don't worry, by the way, if you're listening and you say, wow, I don't have any of that. I am, I am, I am not even close to any of that. That's fine. That's really not the point. The point is, I want you to see where you need to go. And for those of you who are already there, as I say these things, maybe I had a little bit of a revelation. Like, whoa, I think I see value in myself. I have some of these things. I'm a, an effective member of society. Well, well, good. See those things, know those things, understand those things, and remember those things as you go out there and meet women and approach women and go on dates from dating apps with women so you can see that you're someone worth being with. I'm working with my, uh, my brother at the moment. Some of you may have heard him on the podcast. If you have my program called The Fearless Formula, you've seen him on there. He's a psychologist and I'm helping him out in the dating realm. And he's in a good example of someone who has a lot of value, but I feel like I had to really help him understand that. So what's some of the value that he has? Well, he's someone who is fun to talk to. He's interesting. He can add to conversation. He has different skill sets. He's a psychologist with his own practice. He is someone that is empathetic, someone who is smart. I don't really know the extent of his connections. Maybe he has some connections, I don't know. I even had to tell him, like, listen, if you just do a few things with your style and your hair, you are a very good-looking man. And I had to let him know that he has all of this value and that he cannot be with a woman who doesn't match that. Speaking of all of this, by the way, no guarantees, but I might be doing a very, very educational and entertaining series coming up with my brother where I'm going to be showing him how to do online dating to find a girlfriend who eventually will turn into a wife. So that might be a whole series there, but, but I digress. My whole point here is, is that some of you may see that you have value and haven't really recognized it until now, some of you feel like you're not there, well, then you work towards it. And you work towards surrounding yourself by people who are doing awesome things because that is one of the components of self-esteem. And you know, the second component, because I've said it here today, keeping the promises that you make to yourself, goals, habits, and working on all the areas of your life. If you want to know the three main pillars of life, it's broken down into relationships, health and wealth. So your time and your finances 
should be always invested into one of the three. Sometimes at once, sometimes you're focused more on on one than the other. But if you have awesome relationships, that means friends, that means a girlfriend or girls that you're dating. So that's relationships. If you have that, plus you have really good health. So that means that you are healthy, you feel healthy, you feel good. You're always trying to get to a point where you're stronger, you're more active. That's health. And then wealth, you have more than enough money to survive. I'm not saying you have to be a millionaire by any means, but you have enough money to live a comfortable lifestyle that keeps you happy and gives you the ability to do the things you want to do. Because let's be real, life costs money. So if you're working on that and you have a career that fulfills you, you're telling me that your life wouldn't be amazing. So if you want to simplify all of this, if you want to build value and make sure that you are at a point where you feel really awesome about who you are, what you have to offer, then you work on health, you work on wealth, and you work on relationships. The good news is this podcast, not just this episode, this entire podcast is what helps you with the relationship side. I don't talk too much about the health and the wealth. Once in a while, I'll have a guest on that helps with that, right? We talk about that once in a while. But that's what you should be always be working on. Now, it's interesting. I don't know if I want to go down this rabbit hole. So maybe I only will for a minute. But And I don't think this is you because anyone who's interested in personal development, who's not interested in personal development, I should say, wouldn't be listening to this or listening to the words that I'm saying right now. But you know, I feel like there's some people out there who just want to say, fuck all this. This is way too much work. I don't want to do any of this. I don't want to work on my health. I don't want to work on my wealth. I don't want to work in relationships. Trip, this is too much. I'm overwhelmed. This sucks. All I have to say to you is, first of all, this podcast isn't going to do anything for you uh, because you're not going to be doing anything with the information. So I don't know why you'd be listening, but also good luck. Good luck, man. Yeah, there's a lot of people out there who just want to give up and don't want to do any of this. Let me tell you your fate. Your fate is an extremely unhappy lifestyle. You're not going to go to this lifestyle where all of a sudden you're like, yeah, you know what? I just don't care anymore. Let's just, let's just live easy. There's a famous quote that goes, live life the hard way, life becomes easy. That's what I'm trying to help you guys out with. And then there's live life the easy way and life becomes hard. And that's true. If you want to just you know, kumbaya yourself. And I'm not saying that meditation is a bad thing, but I think you get what I'm saying here. It's just kind of float through life. Life is going to get hard. I promise you. But also, what else are you going to do? What are you going to do all day? You're going to sit and watch TV and just do nothing and just live this hedonistic lifestyle. You're going to be in trouble. You can eat donuts all day, watch TV, not exercise, not talk to women, not work on your relationships and just do the things that make you feel good all the time, you're going to come to a point where depression is going to kick in, anxiety might kick in, and you're just not going to be living the life that you really want. And I don't mean to go too dark here, but that can result in, in a very, very disastrous situation for you. So let's come back up to, uh, to a little bit more positive outlook. Although, let's be, let's be real, sometimes we have to go there. I want you to take some of these things and see this week, this weekend, where you can see the value in yourself, where you can build the value in yourself. Of course, if you need help with this, I do offer coaching here and we do help with all this. We do help you, of course, in the specific realm of meeting women and attracting women, but it's all connected. We do help you see the value in yourself. We do help you with 
getting to the point where you feel like you have goals and habits and you're on track to living an amazing life in, in all the different pillars, mainly the one with the relationships. We do weekly calls. We can always help you with this. Go to coachedbytrip.com and we can work on this together or you'll be working with one of my head coaches here at Trip Advice. My mastermind is available and there are spots open for that as well. So help is here. And if you don't want coaching, then you know that you can always listen to more episodes of the podcast and you can get help that way. But yeah, take this with you for the rest of the week and weekend and see where there's value. Where is there value? How can you become a man of value? And what are some steps you can take to start building your self-esteem and being a better person in general? Q&A. What do you say we answer a couple of questions? Let's see what people have to say. If you have a question, you can email me, trip at tripadvice.com. We will put your question here on the podcast. I will read it out loud. I will answer them. And I'm doing a great job. I'm catching up here. There's definitely a lot more, but I will get to yours. As you can see, I'm getting to these and it's been awesome. And you guys have been asking great questions. So email in trip at tripadvice.com. Put in the subject line podcast question, then I'll know it's for the podcast. Of course, if you need help, go to coachedbytrip.com. That is a place where you can apply for coaching to get more help. If you feel like you're not ready for coaching yet, but you want to be able to start to do a little bit more than the podcast, you can get my course. It's a video course called Hooked at getherhooked.com. You can also get my book on Amazon called Magnetic. You can go to the show notes and get all links for that. My book, the video course, as well as the coaching. Now, if you're ready for coaching, you do get the book and all the video courses. It is part of the coaching program. So the coaching program is like getting all the material plus all the accountability and the custom help for you depending on what your situation is. All right, let's get into this. Got some questions here. Hey, Trip, I have a rather uncomfortable question. How do I deal with being made fun of my penis size? Let me give you a brief context. There is this one girl I had sex with a long time ago, and we are still close friends. We were hanging out with friends, and she made some remarks about my penis size. She did not mean to attack me or anything, but she did not think about how it made me feel either. Her and my other female friends talk about dicks occasionally, and I'm quite sure that she will make no secret what she thinks about my size. Even if my size is technically all right, close to six inch, she will tell that it is small. I'm often sitting by when the girls are talking about dick sizes of their boyfriends, seven up to eight inches, and it messes with my head. I am trying to get back into dating and I worry that I'm not good enough. There is this fear of sexual intimacy now. How can I get back to liking myself the way I am? Thanks a lot, Anonymous. Okay, Anonymous, here we go. So you have to understand that as much as women... Well, here, let me start, let me start here, actually. Just... Not that you mentioned this, but this this begs to be mentioned. If you're watching porn, understand that first of all, things look a lot bigger when they're on video. But secondly, understand that that is a large exaggeration of what women like because you're watching fantasy. Okay, The reason why there is actually big penises is because it is easier for someone to see so that's the whole reason why that's on there. It's like if someone had a very small penis and you were watching pornography, you couldn't see it. 
and the whole point of pornography is so people can watch exactly what's going on. They can see, they can get turned on by the penis going in the vagina. So it has to be big. So understand that that is the reason for that. It has nothing to do with the fact that that is the optimal size. So back to you. Understand this about women. Women say they like it, and maybe they do. You know, And by the way, it's not the case for every woman, but let's just say every woman likes whatever it is, seven to eight to nine inches and up. Just because they say that, that doesn't mean A, that they're not going to like you, B, that they're not going to be turned on by you even if you are smaller, okay? Women just need to be able to feel something, okay? And yes, uh, you know that is going to be tough for people who have what are called micro penises, but even guys like that can do some things to maneuver their penis in a way that is going to hit the right angle or you just get really good at foreplay. But anyone with an average size penis, um, I don't have the you know, the exact data for that. So I don't know. We can probably just say three and up is still in the running to be a person who can pleasure the girl. Also understand this. When a woman is attracted to you, it's not because of the size and it's not because of how amazing the sex is. Of course, the sex should be good, but she is going to be attracted to you because of your behavior, your personality, and the way you act and how confident you are. So if you're going in there, let's say with four inches, which is two-thirds the size of what you say, and you were able to pleasure her, and she still feels you inside of her, and you know how to turn her on in the bedroom, but more importantly, you're a guy who is confident, who is using the TED formula that I always talk about, building tension, entertaining yourself, and leading the interaction, you better believe that she will absolutely love you. So don't listen to these women who are saying, oh, their boyfriends are seven, eight. And by the way, I won't even know where they would come up with that. Like they're sitting there measuring, like how many people are sitting there measuring their boyfriend. So who knows? Who knows what they're saying? And they could be lying. But, but anyway, let's just pretend they're not, just for this sake, right? They're not lying. They're talking about it, whatever, Let me just, again, tell you that a woman will backwards rationalize why they should be with you and why you're amazing in bed if you are a person that they are attracted to. That comes first and the sex comes second. So this is not as big of a deal as most guys make it out to be. So you said, how can I get back to liking myself the way I am? Yeah, stop worrying about it. You are good enough. You will please your partner. There's nothing you can do to change where you're at. So just working on being the most attractive person possible. All right, let's go to Tony. He writes in, he says, Hey, Trip, I've learned a lot of valuable lessons from your podcast. I appreciate you, man. It's great stuff. I'm 25. I've been divorced. I have a couple kids. I spent a good year plus after the divorce working on self-development. Part of that development was completely cutting out wasting time on social media. I deleted my social media accounts to ensure higher focus. And to be honest, there wasn't much excitement on them in the first place. I'm up to a lot more interesting things now and I'm about ready to start dipping back into the dating game. And I'm curious about how 
or if I should redo my social network pages. Should I just dump a bunch of interesting photos and things I've done in the past year on an Instagram page and go from there? Should I include my kids in my pictures? Should I even bother redoing them? For what it's worth, I'd rather not, but I'll do it if it's it's significantly advantageous. Okay, so here's, here's the thing. This is a great question. Fantastic question. First of all, kudos to you, Tony. It's amazing that you got rid of it and you're not distracted by it and it has obviously helped your life out greatly. So I'm going to give you two answers here. You have two options. One, you do not have to go back on social media. Okay, that's the first answer. You do not, or the first option, I should say. You don't have to go back on social media. It will probably become a distraction for you and it won't... You'll still, I know people who are not on social media. Actually, I have someone who I know very close to me who's not on any social media at all. Nowhere to be found. And they have no problem attracting women, talking to women and all that stuff. They're not someone who's looking for a very long-term relationship though. But you can still be able to get dates. And again, remember, this is kind of a theme now in the last question, a woman will backwards rationalize why they should be with you if you make them attracted. So they'll be like, oh, he's got a three-inch penis and he doesn't have any social media, but... That's their logical brain thinking. So their emotional brain, their reptilian brain is going to say, no, but he makes me feel so good. So it's not going to matter. So that's one answer for you. The reason why I want to give you a second option is because, you know, these days, social media, it, it says to a person that you are not shady and you're real. Now, of course, you can have a social media account that looks really creepy and weird, and it can actually hurt you more than help you. But not having social media, there is a little bit of a con there, just in the fact that a woman might search you and not find you. Is that the end of the world? No, but it could potentially reduce a woman going on a date with you. I think that it's small. I think that it's really small. I don't think it's going to happen often. But these days, it's so prevalent and so common to have a social media page that if you don't, you're looked at as shady. It's a shame. It's a damn shame. But in that case, it might help a little bit. Now, I want to be careful when I say that, okay? Because I tell guys, and I say this in my online domination course, my course that teaches online dating, I say that you don't want to connect your social media to your online dating profile. They have those options, I believe, on Hinge and and maybe even like Tinder. Yeah, definitely Tinder, Bumble. You can connect your Instagram And I say, don't do it because there's more room for error, right? They could go there. And if you don't have a great profile, which most most people don't have a great profile, they just don't because they're not working on it. Well, it's room for error. They might see something they don't like and then they don't give you a shot to go on a date with you. So in that case, you're not going to need it, Tony. You're not going to need it for those reasons, but you might need it for the reasons where someone might look you up. So in that case, if you decide that you want to really make sure that you're kind of doing it the best and you don't want to lose out on chances of women who are looking you up, then yes, you create, I would say, maybe one profile, the most basic of them all, which is basically Instagram. I think Facebook is not a big deal because you're not going to be friends with someone on Facebook right away anyways. People will see your Instagram account. So if you want to make that, that's fine. But here's a little tip for you. Make it, put some pictures on there, fill it up with maybe like seven to 10 pictures of things that you're doing. Yeah, sure, your kids, all that stuff. And you can even put it on private. So if someone looks you up and finds you, they see, oh, okay, this person's real, but it's on private. Or, and I don't mean to you know, drive you crazy here, Tony, or you can just literally forget all that and don't even bother with any of this. 
and you'll be fine. So I guess to answer your question as I'm working it out here, you'll, you said you'll do it if it's significantly advantageous. I don't think it's significantly advantageous. But I wanted to give the two options because I know that there's other men out there who are maybe debating and would want to know kind of what's going on. But it's a lot of work to keep up with your social media, to make it look awesome, to help with building attraction. So, yeah. And I also, for anyone out there who's got a social uh, social media, when I say social media, I really am meaning Instagram because that's the place where people go publicly to see your stuff, is uh, delete any pictures that don't make you look great. I do that every once in a while. I'll go through and say, oh, this picture, I don't, I don't think I look great in this picture. I'm going to take this off. It doesn't put me in the light that I want to be put. I don't, it doesn't put me in the light that I want to be seen in. Right, so I'll just kind of do a little cleanup there. But if I were single right now, I would still not put my social media and it on the dating apps because it just again more room for error. Unless you have this amazing, insane, crazy party, fun lifestyle that adds so much value and lots of travel, but most people don't have that, and that's okay. By the way, you don't need that. You don't need that. That is not what you need. People are. Most people don't have a good Instagram and everyone's still getting together. Somehow magical, right? Let's go to Adam. Hi, Trip. Loving your videos on YouTube. All right. I've known this girl for about a year now. She texts me every day and she sends me daily selfies of her. She also sends me daily voice notes. She also asks sometimes about how my love life is going, and when I try to ignore her, she chases, chases me as well. She has suggested that we meet up soon and have a mixing session as we're both DJs. However, when I come to a set, she always goes quiet on me or comes up with some excuse that she can't do that day. We have a connection as well, as she told me that I had made her smile as she had been feeling down recently. Do you think there is potential with this girl, or am I deep in the friend zone? Kind regards, Adam. I have a very quick answer for you, Adam. If she's not willing to meet up with you, you're in the friend zone. Women who are attracted to a man and want to be with him in a sexual manner will meet up with you. So if you're trying to meet up with her and it's not working, that's the only sign you need to look for. Like I always say here on the podcast, I say in my coaching sessions, all you need to do is look for two signs a girl's interested. Number one, she shows up on the dates. Not she text messages you, not she sends you daily voice notes, not she agrees to meet up. She literally is on a date with you and she's there. And the second sign is she is physically escalating with you, right? Because if she's not physically escalating with you, well, then it's a friendship. So really, I can, I can boil this down to one sign and one sign only. Of course, I know this doesn't help some of my religious folk out there. And, and I'd like to help you, know, you guys out who are LDS, Orthodox Jewish, Catholic, um, you will not be probably sexually escalating because you're waiting for marriage. But for the majority of you who are not in that situation, for you guys, it is, are you guys sexually escalating? Because that kills two birds with one stone. Obviously, if you're sexually escalating, she's in front of you, right? So until you're doing that, I would say that she has low interest in you. So until that is happening, there's low interest or you're in the friend zone, which is equivalent to low interest. So until... You're physically escalating. That's what's happening. Just a quick note to my guys, because I know there's a bunch out there who are religious. For you, it's more just about the idea that you guys are getting together in the context of dates. So she knows that it's a date. That's all you need to know for that. 
everyone else, that's the same thing. Adam hopes, hope that helps. Okay, from no name here. Hey, Trip, I have two questions here and I'll try to be as brief as possible. I don't have too much of a problem approaching women. I go into it with no expectations. So what I've really been working on is carrying a conversation and building attraction during those interactions. Your podcast has been extremely helpful with this. I found myself at the bar last night and two women approached me. I flirted back and forth with one of them and went to sit at their table with them. Here's my qualm. I wasn't really physically attracted to any of them and didn't have much interest in trying to hold a conversation. I kind of went back and forth on if I should just practice or get up and talk to someone else. I ended up talking to one of the girls at the table. It was a dry conversation, so I got up and sat at the bar. I guess my first question is, if there's little physical attraction or interest, should I even bother? Second question, a lot of the time I go to bars, there's plenty of women, but a lot of time I see them in pairs. I'm comfortable approaching one woman and even groups of more than two, but for some reason when I see them in pairs, I avoid it. I guess I'd feel like the third wheel or like I'm interrupting. Any thoughts on how to approach a situation like that? Thanks, and I appreciate any input. Great question. All right, first question is, if there's little physical attraction or interest, should I even bother? Well, I think short answer is yes, you should bother. The reason why you should bother is because most people here who are listening to the podcast are probably beginners on some level. So every approach does help and it does help you practice doing uh, you know, doing the approach. Helps you with flirting, helps you with conversation. Like it's all there to help you out. Now, be careful because if you're just only doing that and you're doing it because it's easier because you're not that attracted to them, so it's less intimidating, that's gonna be a problem. But if you want to do it as a warm-up, I wouldn't I just wouldn't sit there for like a full hour with women who you're not that attracted to. Like go up to them, talk to them, give them five minutes of your time, practice some flirting, a little bit of escalation, 10 minutes maximum, and then move on. So is it worth it? It is. And if you do it, only do it for a little bit of time to help you warm up. Because sometimes you go into a place and there's not that many approaches and there's only a few women that you are attracted to, but most of them you're not. Well, you're going to get more practice and get better at it if you do more approaches, right? The more reps, the better. So in this case, you're going to want to do some approaches with women that you're not super attracted to. And who knows? Maybe their friend shows up and she's cute. And at the end of the day, it's social proof. Other women are going to see you talking to women and they're going to say, oh, wow, look at that. Like They're going to notice you in that sense and they're going to see other women being attracted to you and liking you and conversing with you. So that's going to help them become more attracted to you. Now, your second question you're avoiding pairs. And I get it. I actually know where you're coming from. You said, you know, it's, you kind of said like it's weird, but that seems to be the one that you're having a lot of time, a lot of trouble with. I get it. I get it because in a group, it's kind of like easy to kind of pick one out because they're in a big group of people. But if there's just one girl, obviously we know why that's easier. But then the pair is, uh, that's a little tough because now you're this third wheel and it's kind of strange because you're going to leave that one alone. Just don't worry about it. Just forget about all the social norms, okay? Go and do the approach. I say this to my guys in my coaching program. Like, your strategy needs to be around just talking to the women that you're interested in. And if you go through a situation where you're constantly doing these pairs, like these approaching these pairs, and it's not working, well, then, you know, then there's something to be figured out there. I don't think it means you don't do that anymore, but there's there's just a skill set in making sure that you're talking to the other girl a little bit, you're bringing them both into the conversation, but you're lending yourself a little bit more to the woman that you're actually interested in because it is possible to still get a number from a girl who's in a pair. Like, right? Like, of course that's possible. 
Of course that's possible. So if that's possible, we know that's possible. We know that that is a possibility. Why would you avoid it? Don't just avoid things because they feel uncomfortable to you. So that's the big, big lesson here. Don't just avoid things because they feel uncomfortable to you. Get in there and make it work. If you're interrupting or you're third wheeling, okay, then let them reject you. Let them make that decision. Let them make that decision. Don't try to make the decision or come up with some thought before then or you're, you're trying to figure out you know, how to handle the situation before it comes up. You're just assuming. So the rule is don't assume, go in there and then deal with it. A lot of guys are having trouble being able to figure this out on their own or actually able to do the approaches. They feel they need accountability. They need motivation. They need a plan. A plan is available for you. If you go to coachedbytrip.com and apply today, then myself or one of my coaches will be on the phone with you and walking you through an entire plan, coaching you through the entire thing, online dating and offline dating, offline meaning doing approaches. We help with all of it to help you have a killer dating life, to give you your best, your absolute best opportunity to be able to meet more women, right? We help you with everything in terms of making you better at approaching, conversation, helping you get over your approach anxiety, helping you flirt with more women. And yes, it works. Go to coachedbytrip.com to apply today. Thank you, Anonymous. Thank you, Adam. Thank you, Tony. Thank you, Anonymous for writing in today. If you have a question, write in to me. Trip at tripadvice.com is my email. And you can go ahead and you can email me and put in the subject line podcast question and we'll put your question here right on the podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Thanks for like again writing in today. And I want to hear your questions. So don't forget that you can write in as well. Thank you. Take care. Talk to you on the next one.